0: hello and welcome back to the other podcast um today is very special i have a special guest here to discuss the topic that i will be well that we will be talking about today and i'm really excited this is something that everybody goes through every single day and i know i kind of say that in every podcast but it's just so true this goes on a deep, deeper level of your thinking and sometimes we don't know our way out so Daphne that i have right next (laughs) to me will help guide me through this because it's very difficult to even you know get through these situations and scenarios that we put ourselves in our head and uh, we're gonna share our experiences with you and hopefully you could relate to some of the things that we're going to be talking about so here is Daphne
1: Hi. So yeah, we're talking today about self-inflicted mental abuse, um, which is like the most normal thing that we all go through. I feel like that's a universal, um, phenomenon that we all experience, where we tell each other these horrible, horrible things that we would never dare tell someone else to their face uh, about them, but we still think it's okay to bring it bring each other down in that way so we're gonna try and unpack a little bit of what kind of inspires uh, that sort of speech pattern pattern in our heads
0: and I don't know seeing see if we can discover some things exactly so yeah I hope you're ready um, it's gonna get deep because I'm gonna share some of the stuff that like I don't really talk to a lot of people about uh, it goes a lot into your confidence levels and hopefully that you can kind of acknowledge these in your day-to-day life and hopefully improve and give yourself a lot more credit than you usually do in your daily life so Daphne yeah let's talk a little bit about you um let's do it (laughs) yeah so (laughs) first
1: how are you um i'm good i'm good as as good as i can be i think okay Uh, but of course Talking about this subject, obviously, will remind me of all the things that I've not felt that great about. So, yeah, that's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Because usually before I film these things, I kind of like do like a review with the person of like what we should talk about. Just hopefully we get on track. And like, even for me, when we were going through some of the things, it's kind of like a reminder of like what I've done to myself. And it's kind of terrifying and like, you know, in a certain way, no matter... How small something could be, it could actually make a huge effect on your life, and we don't realize that until we actually pinpoint it. And uh, that's what we're, that's what we're gonna talk about. So,
1: yeah, we uh, we kind of need to review the kind of person we've been to ourselves, and sometimes we've been a very horrible person to ourselves. You know, yeah, with the uh, the worst judge, and the most critical judge out there.
0: Yeah, so. Let's give each other a break, shall we? (laughs) We shall. So now first we have to go to like the main problems of why this begins. So we have huge topics. This is something that is very big and we're going to narrow it down into two categories. And how our mental health reflects upon that to ourselves. So we have societal expectations as well as family. These two areas in our life really affect the way that we are going to be thinking about every action that we will make and how we will get through certain situations, how we think about our future, our past, our present and this is very critical in our minds so if we start talking about societal expectations, if we lay it out in front of us, we look at, you know school what grades we're getting what programs we're going into um what are we going to be doing later on with our careers what choices we have to make for ourselves um and then later on get a family and like in western culture this is very uh, like this is implemented in our day-to-day lives especially when you are sitting in a classroom starting to evaluate everything that you're going to start doing for the rest of your life and questioning your own identity is a huge thing that we do. So when for example when I look at that especially whenever I was younger I saw society as one and the same and I kind of have to follow that that herd a little bit because you're kind of lost and you kind of just place yourself in a situation or you make a decision that, okay, I'm going to be this way because it's just the right way of being. And so I'm going to follow this way through and I'll be fine for the rest of my life. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So now, since I put that pressure onto myself, I stopped my own, um, you know, I stopped myself from becoming something that I could have been in that moment and realizing it sooner. So, for example, I gave myself um, I chose a program in school, thinking that maybe this is what I'm going to become. I made a whole plan for myself, okay. But then it doesn't turn up being that that I want. And that happens to everybody. But it becomes to the point where you're actually questioning yourself that you you're not even you're not even good at this. You start overthinking everything. You start questioning everything around you, like, what what is my purpose? And when you start asking yourself your purpose, you start getting very frustrated.
1: And scared, because then you're like, well, if everyone kind of finds their purpose, maybe I'm just not good at anything, and I'll just sort of wither away without ever achieving anything. And especially school kind of teaches you that, that, well, if you don't have the best of grades, and if you don't find the perfect program for you that you're deeply passionate about, The first, you know, couple years that you're in school, then you're fucked, you know, like you're, you might as well just like work at McDonald's for the rest of your life because that's all you're good for. Mm -hmm. And school obviously is a place where they sort of teach you, oh, you can do anything you want, but, you know, don't do anything you want at the same time because we don't actually want you to do anything you want because then, you know, we don't get the big bucks, so... Come back here and we'll tell you what you're good at. Even if maybe you don't like being good at this. Maybe you're not actually good at this. We're still going to force you to go through that process. Because, well, if you want a future, that's what you have to do. Yeah. And if you're not good at that process, then you have no future exactly that's sort of the conclusion that you get to
0: and that's so messed up too like you said like they tell you you could learn anything you want you could do whatever you want as long as you stay in school but for example me and Daphne we in college we decided to go into liberal arts which is uh, based on philosophy and critical thinking and reading and writing but uh turns out that's not the best career we can take in our future <laughs> the most lucrative thing to do no <laughs> yeah. to think and criticize society <laughs> oh my god so we constantly get that judgment from other people like mm, you're kind of not gonna go anywhere with that so like explain to me your future at this point point. and we always made jokes about that in school about how you know we love what we're learning but we're fucked. We're
1: fucked. That's <laughs> it. We're fucked. And, We're really fucked. <laughs> and um, I know, like, especially I I then went to university and I started studying literature, which I love and it's my passion and I love reading, I love writing. But then you start beginning to think, well, I can't just read books and, like, <laughs> like I can't make money out of, like, the book pages that I read. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could try and write something, but so many other writers are out there and they're so much better than me and so what could yeah. I ever do to really su- su- succeed in life? Yeah. And then, well, down goes a rabbit hole, you know?
0: Yeah. That's a good point that you made. Like you start thinking that even though we're in this program now, you try and evaluate your situation if it's even possible. And then you start making comparisons with other geniuses mm-hmm. that are out there, which is so wrong because this is what society's kind of doing to us. There's, they're stopping us from believing in ourselves for real because you have to have you have to be a genius you have to volunteer for everything yo (laughs) this is the funniest part is you don't feel like you participate and paid enough in school you don't have value whenever you're going through a lot mentally especially in my situation and um Whenever I was going through a lot with my family and I have to work on the weekends. I got to pay for my own shit. I, not everybody has like the privilege to be able to keep their focus at school and be the best and start doing extracurricular activities and starting groups and all these things. Like It's starting to seem impossible to become... The ideal version of ourselves and our own passions.
1: That's it, and especially when we're sold that version of our, that ideal version of yourself, uh, when you like you said, in like a very neatly packaged deal, as you have to be great in that department and that department. But don't worry, you're gonna be an individual. You're gonna have your own mind and your own self, and you can think for yourself. But at the same time, go through everything that I'm telling you to go through, because that's how you get to that individuality but if you your individuality does not match with what I deem good and you know respectable and things like that, well then your individuality means shit, and you're just you know
0: you're shit that's it, yeah, so now we're <laughs> stuck in a place where okay, um, so now that I'm totally nothing uh what do i what do I do you know mm-hmm. uh you, and this is the darkest feelings that you start you know, you start feeling inside, you start overthinking your life, and you look at everyone around you, and you become numb to kind of society a little bit, because you're living in your own, your own mind, and your own world about, okay, so, okay, so I'm nothing, okay, so everybody's doing something, um, I walked myself to school and work, okay, I did something, okay, that 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 is not enough okay so what am I gonna do then you try to think okay let me try and do these organizations but then you don't have the proper mental mental health to start socializing because you feel like you're not good enough to start socializing with these people so you start really pushing yourself down and putting a lot of pressure on your mind to the point where you don't even want to try
1: no that's it and then staying at home and in your bed sounds so much better because then you can just sort of retreat back to your dream world of like, well, if I had to redo my entire life, which I can't right now, might as well just stay in my bed and think about all of the things I could have done instead and, you know, like invent myself an alternative, an alternate universe and Mm -hmm. sort of play out my ideal life in that one and not actually live in this one because this one's obviously fucked Mm -hmm. now. So, you know, let's just put a pause on that and retreat to nothingness, like you said, and there's no guidebook, you know, the idiot's guidebook to nothingness, like that that doesn't (laughs) exist, because you're not not supposed to live in nothingness, that's not a state of mind that's uh, very healthy and productive and lucrative for society either, and your entire worth is determined by how productive you are in society, and when society is not really rewarding you for the sort of productivity that you kind of have and like naturally then you're just you're worth nothing and when you're being told that you're worth nothing not directly but indirectly really by work by school by friends by family never to your face like oh you are nothing because being told that in your face is pretty traumatic yeah. uh but you are being told that in so many abstract ways in life so it's very hard to not believe it um and then you can't find a book to try and convince yourself that you're not nothing because all the books are like you can make something out of nothing but like really how can Mm. i (laughs) because like believe in yourself is not enough like i need i need actual steps i need you to like guide me by the hand because by right now I'm, i'm just alone in this and i really don't know
0: yeah you're like literally you suffocate yourself you like i've gone through the especially before uh finishing college I went through such a difficult um, decision to either go to university or not. Because I thought to myself in that moment, okay, I kind of know what I want to do. But am I even mentally ready to take on such a big responsibility and focus when I have all these problems mentally, these confidence issues I feel like I can't uh, become the greatest version of myself? I don't even know who I am. Do I even love myself? Do I even love who I've become? Have I fully experienced who I'm, what I'm supposed to experience in order to know what I'm supposed to waste my life with, you know? <laughs> For real, like... And then it all comes down to societal expectations again. And that pressure puts us in a position where we don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And that's what scared me, because I felt so stuck. I'm like, if I don't go to school, I'm gonna, my family's gonna hate me. They're all going to think that there's like something wrong and that they're gonna be disappointed. And um, maybe I'm gonna waste time. What am I doing? I was so, so lost. But to be honest, Making that choice was one of the best decisions and the best pauses that I've ever made in my life, and I've never made a pause like that. That's it. You have
1: to have some. You have to make some sort of like leap of faith in a pause too, which is so weird because we always we always think that leap of faiths are always in this big projects. So like you sort of dive into something not really knowing what to expect because well this is a big project and it demands so many things so let's just see how this goes but never, no one really talks about the leap of faith that you take in doing nothing and when i say nothing i don't say nothing as if like i'm feeling like nothing but more as a pause exactly being alone with yourself we don't think that that's something productive enough or lucrative enough therefore you know you'll always it always be seem like the worst thing that you could possibly do to society because you owe so much to society. Yes. Um, which you honestly don't. don't. Like, let's be honest. Society has not done anything other than fuck us over for for millennia, let's be honest, you yes. know? Uh, so definitely, but we still sort of feel like we owe our the entirety of ourselves to these big organizations or these big sort of institutions that are supposed to mold us into the person we where we have to become um but if you don't identify with these institutions and you you don't see that ideal versions of yourself that they're sort of selling and um you don't relate to that then what other resources do you have where where else can you go find yourself if i can say it cheesy enough yeah but yeah like and then There's also that thing of societal expectations. Well, if you can't find yourself in school or in work, go travel and find yourself in the world, which is great, but I don't have money.
0: Yeah, we don't have the means to do that. I
1: I don't have money, and if I do go there, then there's so many other rules that I need to follow that I am just not prepared to follow because I don't have that experience and that skill under my belt. And so then I'm back at being nothing because if i can't even go out of my way and experience the world how i want to experience it what right do i have to experience the world within itself if i don't even take that leap of faith uh, uh, that leap of faith of experience yeah so yeah definitely societal expectations is so weird cuz you get that need to perform and that need to to succeed and if you can't succeed well at least you have you you have to go and experience something that might have given you success in another way but that experience is still not in reach for many people yeah and so then you don't have any options for yeah. you anymore
0: it's so much pressure so much fucking pressure like what society doesn't fucking tell you <laughs> is that you have a right to do it your own way and it's so difficult to do that because you feel like it's the only way possible. Because if you do make a pause, okay, what do you do next? What is your freedom of, of choose? What do you choose? What do you do next? That's it. Cause if you've made a, if you had a pause, like in, you've
1: paused in, like all, on all that like progress and institutions and things like that, you're supposed to like, jump off from that with like a plan and everything figured out well yeah like you took a couple of months off for yourself now you have to be like working as hard as anyone else because well you took that time you have to repay that time to everyone else around you because well if everyone works hard then you have to sort of like keep up with all of that hard working and it's gonna be bringing back to you constantly, I go to work and I go to school and I do this and that and that and I'm miserable, why aren't you miserable like I am? I force myself to be miserable in order to succeed. If you can't even do that, and you can't handle the same sort of turmoil that I go through, then what are you you capable of?
0: Nothing, you know? Oh my goodness. And then these institutions make you feel like you're worthless too because you didn't do anything with your time. You didn't, like, go on a humanitarian trip. Oh, you didn't work for, I don't know, the government somehow, like, as if that would be possible, or um, you didn't, uh, you know, you didn't create your own march to go somewhere and uh, protest or something to fight for a cause, you know, like, you have no meaning, you have no value, no nothing, so then it makes it even harder for you to go back because you're like, what if they don't fucking accept me because... Where Where is my life headed at that point? Yeah. Society has made it impossible to f- make you even think, fathom, if I may say, that you're ever doing it right by making your own choices. No,
1: because it'll always be the biggest risk that you can take. And yes, obviously, we tell each other, like, it's okay to take risk, And that that's how great people become great, is by taking risks. But... Calculate your risk very, very carefully. If your risk is portrayed as laziness, well, then it's no longer a risk, and you're just, you know, an unproductive person of society. And so, then that risk doesn't matter anymore. Um, but even taking time for yourself, seeing that as a risk within itself is so wrong. Why? Why would it be risky for me to take care of my mental health? Why is that? Like, who is it risky for? It's obviously not risky for me because I'm taking care of myself, but I'm being told that it's risky because it's risky for everyone else. That depends on me being a success definable by society, you know, success, which is get a job, you know, be the the smartest person in the room all the time and be able to like communicate all your ideas in such a professional way that's gonna make you money in the future and that you can then spend it on more things and then you can contribute to society yeah but maybe my mental health means that i should take a pause from contributing to society because right now society is kind of fucking me over on all sides yeah and so i don't feel the particular you know desire to give myself to these big institutions that definitely won't give back to me
0: yeah and that's the strongest way to to think And if you're listening and you're going through this huge mental conflict about what you should be doing or what society is thinking of you or what you should be providing to society, honestly, like, start thinking about what you should be providing to yourself because it's your fucking life, yo. Like, (laughs) there's no way that some person in a damn building that could tell you that you're doing it wrong because that does not exist because the more you have time to reflect and to breathe and to think for yourself the more your mind opens up to who you truly are and what you truly need for yourself and back to kind of whatever it's like to trickle onto what you were saying about this participation and the suffering in society that everybody's kind of like you know sharing at this point it comes to whatever we were talking before even the podcast like mm-hmm. people start uh, even joking about their suffering
1: yeah because that's like the the easiest and most sort of welcomed coping mechanism with what you're going through joke about it and by joking about it which is obviously great you know i'm a pro at joking about my shit because i like being funny and when i'm funny and people laugh at my jokes then for a moment i'm happy and so you know maybe if i keep being funny and i keep sharing my shit in a way that relieves the tension in a room then maybe somehow the shit will disappear but obviously it doesn't because you're in a room and you're saying aha i hate myself because of this is this ah, aha finger gun in the air and like everyone says same and we're all yeah. having a grand old time and then we all go home separately and we get into our beds and we're like oh shit my shit is still here. Like, it hasn't disappeared. I guess it didn't just stay in the air and like magically floated away. Yeah. And so then it's funny when you're in a group because you get to sort of share all of that self-loathing that we're all collectively feeling. Mm-hmm. But when, even if it is a collective feeling, it's still a feeling that lives very, very deep within us and that will kind of haunt us on our loneliest times. So when we're alone at night or when even when we're in a room crowded with people, we're still gonna get that aching feeling of, I am so unworthy of anything. And I'm gonna joke about it, But I have to remind myself that even if I joke and even if I'm momentarily happy, I am still unworthy. So don't enjoy that happiness too much. Because I'm going to be there when you come back home. And I'm going to remind you of how shitty of a person you are. (laughs) You know? And it's like, thanks, me. You're great. I love you. Exactly.
0: That's why, all this to say, take the time to reflect. Because you're going to start getting involved in this, like, common joke. Mm-hmm. that will no longer be a fucking joke. Because it'll hit you in the face. After society keeps on telling you, and you already are acknowledging the fact that life kind of sucks if you follow the, the reality of what you should be doing, you're going to go home and torture yourself for it afterwards. Because you're going to keep doing what they're trying to tell you, you're going to joke about it, but then you're not even going to realize who you truly are as a person, and what you truly want. So, just think about that. Is your suffering actually worth the joke?
1: That's it. That's exactly it. You know, is my self inflicted pain actually really, really the most important thing in the room? Or is it me being comfortable with who I am and, you know, knowing that I can do what I want and being comfortable with maybe my own limitations? You know, that's the thing. We always tell each other as sort of this cheesy line that many people believe and I do understand that it comes from a good place but you know you have no limits you can do anything you want you know you can reach for the stars maybe I can't and maybe it's okay that I can't and maybe it's okay that you tell me it's okay that I can't instead of always giving me that yes that possibility but it's also not being very realistic of people's own circumstances you know And this is just, I'm kind of like diving into maybe more of a personal sort of anecdote. Um, Even when it's with work, with school, or with your own body. Like, I am chronically ill. That also means that I have some limitations as to what I can do and, you know, my energy levels and things like that. And a lot of things that people tell me to sort of make me feel better is, you know, you are not your disease. Don't confuse your identity with who you are with, you know your condition and things like that and you can do anything you want you can and it's a beautiful saying but maybe sometimes I just can't do anything I want and I need to be okay with that too like I can't be reminded that oh you can be anything you want but since you're not doing that therefore you're shit and so you're not respecting the very real limitations that I might have and this is not as a way to get pity, but just as a way of like, okay, maybe I'm allowed to sometimes feel defeated and be okay to feel defeated so I can stand back up rather than just get regurgitate, regurgitated, sort of that broken record of believe in yourself, believe in yourself, believe in yourself. I do believe in myself, but I need also time to sort of feel the torments and feel the defeat that I sometimes go through. Mm-hmm. So I can then remind myself that I can win other battles instead. Yeah. But when I am always being told that you can win all of the battles that come in your way, that's not true. Like, that's not life. You will face problems that, you know, you can't just fix in a heartbeat Mm -hmm. or you can just ignore. There are problems that you sort of embody in your bones and your blood. And that's, I'm using my body as a metaphor, but just in general, that's applicable to everyone. Like, there are things that happen in your life that you can't just say, Oh, everything happens for a reason. You can also just say that problem will fit itself in your life. And maybe right now it's shit. But live that shit. Be conscious of that shit. It's okay to know that it's shit. Just know that maybe later in the future you'll look back and see that you've lived through that shit and maybe that brought you to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But in that moment when I am living that shit, don't fucking tell me Believe in yourself. Just tell me. Yeah, you're going through shit. Yeah. I get it. And like just, you don't have to bask in that shit with me, but maybe just acknowledge that there is shit in the room. That's all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's something that we sort of don't get to experience because we're always kind of pressured into seeing, you know, the positive side of everything, which is great and it's beautiful. But focusing on the positive and never actually sort of contemplating maybe the presence of possibly something negative <laughs> yeah. then you're never actually facing the problems and maybe the trauma that you are sort of kind of carrying inside yeah. of you so you know allow yourself to feel the shit that you go through but know that you're not the shit like you, your ind- identity is not the shit this is just sort of like kind of scrubbed on you that you get to scrub off someday yeah. maybe in the future yeah but you know let it let it bask on you for a bit but then you know remind you that it's not entirety of who you
0: are exactly that's like yo no words for (laughs) real but when you're talking about that negative aspect of your life that you kind of avoid uh this reminds me of what uh, Chiara was saying the other day or whenever we were first learning about darkness and darkness is one of the most important things in our lives because it has helped us reflect on what the what the good parts of life is. If we didn't have darkness, if we didn't have negative people, negative uh, or crazy obstacles that happen in our life, we won't appreciate the good ones. So appreciate where you are now because you will be at such a great place later on. Try and put yourself in a position where you embrace your worst experiences.
1: Yeah, embrace it. That's it.
0: Because then that's what you could joke about later. Mm -hmm. About, holy shit, <sighs> I <laughs> went through that and look who the fuck I am today. I'm so grateful, you know? Mm-hmm. Because people don't look at things that way anymore. They start regretting. They start saying, "Oh my god, why did I do that? Oh my goodness, who was I? Why why am I inf- even in the present moment? Like why am I inflicting pain on myself? Like that's horrible." Like we all do it. Acknowledge that you do it. Accept and embrace that you do it because you are human. And once you move forward and you are able to look back at that darkness, you're gonna be like, wow, that shaped me as a person. I cried and now I won't have to cry about that anymore because I lived through it. I challenged myself. It's, life is a challenge. Life is such a fucking journey and it's like you're literally trying to get to the center of the earth, which is not even possible, guys. Like
1: well, yeah, which, you know Yes, it's it's fun to be tan, but it's not like it's
0: a pass, <laughs> you know uh, But like that's fucking hard. It's life is hard and we know it's hard but don't just sit and think that you're always in this hard place or that like this place is impossible and whatever start challenging yourself to look on a different perspective of what things are
1: yeah because like again like this is sort of coming back to you know what what I said about the shit too like embracing the shit but not Confusing the shit with all of life. Yeah. You know, because we will always go through moments in life where we're expected to feel shitty. And, but then we are also being like sort of punished for feeling shitty too. Yeah. So, and this, that's a very weird contradiction because, again, we're sort of expected to succeed very early in life and to sort of reach our peak performance level in everything around us. But if we feel too comfortable in that, someone will come and remind us how shitty life is. Yeah. And then if we're not participating in that shittiness, then we within ourselves are shitty. Mm-hmm. Because while I'm not sharing that same sort of negative, pessimistic view of you, then I must be a broken human being. Because all human beings are pessimistic and hate life. You yeah. know, that that's that's our thing. That's our brand, you know? That's our brand. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so if we're not sort of participating into this like miserable zeitgeist of like haha I hate life I want to die finger gun (laughs) um, then obviously there's something wrong with us like obviously I'm not paying attention to the world because everything is shit you know and so this also goes to maybe our family dynamics how that can sort of inflict Uh, mental abuse but that we sort of harbor in ourselves, and then we repeat like a broken record for years and years and years and that's very very hard to unlearn which is you need to succeed for yourself but also for your family's sake but always remember all of the shitty things that they went through and they're gonna throw it in your face every single step of the way because maybe something is going great but oh don't forget that I went through this traumatic experience, which I will always, you know, we will always sort of talk about and sort of heal and celebrate and things like that. But we shouldn't just throw it in each other's face as a weapon in a way to like yeah. make us smaller. Like yeah. don't don't forget I was bigger than you because I went through this.
0: Oh, my. Let me
1: experience what I need to experience and come to my own conclusions rather than sort of, take in and carry your own baggage because well that's what i inherited it's in my blood now therefore i also have to live in the shit that you lived yeah uh and but then you keep being told that no we want a better future for you okay cool i want a better future for myself too that that's great
0: we're on the same page
1: (laughs) but you know if you do get to that better future wait 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 hold on backtrack a little let's go back to our shitty past Because, well, that's where we come from. So let's just bask in that for a little longer. And, you know, remind ourselves that everything was shitty before. Therefore, something must be shitty after.
0: Yeah. So now that you've mentioned family, which is another big influence in our lives, they usually you know, give us their set of values, morals, and what their mentorship on us will be representing for how we should be in the future is really the big turning point in our lives, too. Because whenever I hit mid-high school and discovering that my entire family kind of has their own you know, issues and that nothing, this world is not perfect made me question if their them being mentors towards me would actually make sense because of their past and how it's affecting them now. So initially in my life, whenever I was a kid, it was all about me becoming the best version of who I can be, make sure that you... You know get a good job because you are smart you have to get you know you have to become a lawyer or a doctor or whatever which is not the case i'm sorry to say this (laughs) um so you could you could be better than like what we've become or you can you know help us out because that's what it comes down to also correcting their mistakes and making sure that we take the right path and don't get me wrong like this advice is not wrong because they want the best for you but that becomes a huge pressure on you and it affects you trying to find your own identity of what you want to become for instance whenever i want to try and choose my future i don't want it to be based on their versions of what my future should look like I wanted to base it on what messed up and you know crazy discoveries I'm going to make aside from what society is expecting because like Daphne was saying like off the podcast she was uh, mentioning that you know we our families are almost like a like the societal expectations, you know, they it like they start off by telling you what you should do, what you should not, and then you try and follow that for the rest of your life. But then you come to realize that you're stuck. Well, yeah, that's
1: it, cause they've they've learned it from somewhere too, you know. Like it's it's a vicious cycle. It's the merry-go-round of hell, you know. Like you you just <laughs> never really ex- escape that because they they were also taught those values and those expectations. Like they were also taught all of these um, huge things that they needed to achieve. And if they didn't achieve their goals, they need to see those goals achieved within you. Yeah. You know, it's like you are an extension of your family and of, of your parents. Therefore, your success becomes theirs as well. So they need to make sure that you succeed. So indirectly, they succeed in raising you that's often sort of the the pressure of being a parent as well, um, which is incredibly hard. Like I can't even begin to imagine what, my parents went through and their own anxieties about my future like it's very valid I don't want to rob them of being scared for me because I mean they're my parents and they love me and therefore they want the best for me and it's not my place to be like no you don't you shouldn't be scared for me blah blah like they'll always be scared for me because you know I'm their darling daughter You whatever mm-hmm. but at the same time that fear of needing to succeed in their defini- uh, definition of success is detrimental to my own version of success because uh how we think a successful life should be is like again like good job family money just stability in general but maybe a successful life is also just a life you don't have to escape from every night you know by drinking or by smoking or by you know Wanting to forget you exist by watching countless shows on Netflix, which I personally love doing. You know, we—it's <laughs> like the most awesome thing ever. You get to like forget that you're a person and just watch other people live their life and say like, "Oh, if I was living that life, that would be great." Yeah. And then you close the TV and you're like, I, "Unfortunately, I, I am not living that uh, <laughs> life." You know, clearly. And so I feel like maybe a successful life would be a life where I don't need to have these external sort of tools to try and forget that I am my own person. Yeah. Because that's the scariest thought. Like, when you get down to it, I am my own person. And that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Because that means that everything bad that happens now is on me. Yeah. And so you're being told that you're you're your own person. You need to make your own decisions, blah, 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 blah. But if you make your own decisions and it impacts us, then you're no longer your own person. You're part of a collective. And being part of a collective is great. Except when you're the poison of that collective. And often, more often than not, you will become that poison of the collective because you no longer want to be a part of that collective. Yeah. And so you sort of get shunned by it. And that is a family too. If you're not being the most productive, most contributing member of the family, you are the black sheep, you are the poison.
0: And you need to fix that. Yeah. And that's horrifying too. That's it cuz you you don't want to be that. No, not at all. And I feel like especially our previous generation like their version of what um you know life is like is so different from our generation with like the new jobs that we're getting, the different ways of actually succeeding through social media mm-hmm. and taking pictures and all those things are on Instagram, you know is honestly blowing their minds right now <laughs> because they're they're really questioning what the hell our lives are about but who is to say that it is even wrong to live that life
1: yeah well cuz it's so new it's so like when and there's been so many studies like we're not going to we're not going to be saying anything like a breakthrough here because like we all know that social media has changed our social landscape in a way that we had never really Experienced before and it's like sort of a a new layer of social interaction that we need to build etiquette around That is often misplaced as being the most horrible thing on earth because it makes us so depressed which is true Yeah,
0: like it's it's very true, but we're fed more of what
1: reality is. That's it We're also more connected with the world in such a way that sometimes that level of connection makes us numb to any other connection, because, mm-hmm. well, we're being stimulated with so much information, with so much horror as well, about what's going on in the world, that we're like, well, I don't want fucking no part in this. <laughs> like, I want to, like, live in the woods and be a gnome, or, like, I don't know, like, just <laughs> yeah. be a, a statue, like, looking at rocks all my life, you know? Like, that's what I want to be now, because I yeah. don't want to, like, be a part of World War III. No. And so, that's sort of, like, another pressure that Sometimes adults in our life don't really understand. And this sort of rhetoric, especially in our families, is like, well, in our day, we had similar obstacles. Yeah. It's true. Like, it's a, like life is a cycle. And in different generations, every single generation will be facing a crisis. Um, but the crisis of our generation is a crisis that is not even comparable to any other. No. Because we're living in sort of a political unrest everywhere. Yeah. We're also living with individual unrest, uh, unrest that like can't really be explained or well can be explained, but we still don't know how to battle it because we have tools, but we're shamed for
0: those tools that we have. Exactly, that's a big thing that you're saying because you know we're apparently lazy. We apparently have no knowledge of anything, but to be honest. We're one of the... Like, we've become some of the smartest human beings that have ever lived. Like you said, we have access to so much knowledge. And the fact that we are able to make this podcast right now and for people to be able to listen to it is so powerful. Mm -hmm. So to completely, you know, reflect on everything that we've said, the amount of thoughts that literally kill us on a day-to-day basis because we're questioning our identity, our purpose, our families putting pressure on us for what they wanted us to become, but cha- being challenged by the idea of our like very different society should not be the reason why you should inflict yourself with all those different you know
1: obstacles yeah because it's it's impossible to escape them but it's also very possible not to inhabit them no continuously you know and I think what we're sort of getting at is self-inflicted mental abuse is oftentimes not entirely self-inflicted because it's learned and it's sort of being conditioned within us it's sort of like society's way of keeping us under their thumb of like let's tell you that you can be great but also remind you that you're not mm-hmm. and so you will always feel unworthy therefore you will feel like it's a lot easier to just abandon and follow the, the the crowd because well see you're lost and we're giving you you know a path and a guiding hand but sometimes that guiding hand is not the kindest hand that it could be given to us and just because our parents and you know our ancestors or whatever have not been received the kindest hand that doesn't mean that we should be receiving the meanest hand either we should maybe make our own hand very kind and maybe kind of guide our own selves in the kindest way that we can yeah and maybe yes that will Anger and frustrates the ones that did go through so much hardships, Mm -hmm. but you mustn't just sort of confuse their hardships with your future. Yeah, you know, you you're allowed to take your own life into your own hands, and maybe that's part. Maybe that means taking it slow. Maybe that means being sort of subject to insults such as laziness and you know, couch potato, which (laughs) literally I get called a lot. Uh, Maybe yes you will be receiving that but just remember if you are just trying to get better
0: you are already
1: doing everything you can
0: yeah take advantage of what society we do live in because we put so much negative like um energy towards it but just think for a second and the solution to all of this is basically changing your perspective a lot of what we were talking about was about change and progress and how The only way to do that is by, you know, taking a moment to push yourself aside, acknowledge what to you is wrong and right. And by doing that, it will definitely help future generations. It will help you in your future. It would help your, possibly if that's the case for you, your kids in the future understand a better way of you know dealing with their obstacles and self-inflictions of course because what's toxic right now in this society is everybody does not know how to deal with the idea that we're all fucked (laughs) but if we turned it around and said even though we're fucked (laughs) and i will say that many times we are here to understand each other no matter what you are going through it is very important to know and to let everybody know that we're gonna be okay no matter what decisions you're gonna make no matter what pauses you need to take no matter what anybody says even your family just take the moment to take a step back and say or just put it out in front of you of what you want because that's what's important I'm not trying to make the believe in yourself like speech no, right yeah. now. For, no, well, this is a different speech for sure. I promise you, <laughs> because the only way to believe in yourself is to actually sit down and think about it. And once you think about it, you know it's not just a saying anymore; it's no, a reality.
1: That's it. Because if it's just a broken record, then it doesn't have any meaning. But if you're you're the one coming to that own conclusion of okay, even though I am fucked, as you've so eloquently said, um, I'm still okay. And yeah. I am okay in the fuckery that I'm living right now because I know that maybe that fuckery will come to an end one day, and yeah, maybe that end will not be death and will actually be like something else. <laughs> like I'm not saying like everything bad will end when you die, yeah. uh, but I'm saying like if you take a moment and say things are bad right now, and I am sort of contributing to that badness. Inside of me by telling me and reminding me that all of this is my fault. Maybe I should just take a step back Analyze why do I think that this is my fault?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of unpack all of this and Just give myself a break if it's my fault, you know go into repentance Go in your room, you know as maybe your mother has said to you when you were younger and think about it a little bit And maybe you'll come to different conclusions of okay. Yeah things are shitty but Mm, you know, I have built skills and I can still acquire different skills that can work through all of that shittiness. And maybe I can make something out of that nothingness that we talked about.
0: People have made talent in the most crazy, like in the craziest things. You know, somebody was just making impressions of another person. Like Vine became a huge thing. Look at these people now. Mm -hmm. Anything is really possible, like... I don't know, like starting. I don't know, like making soaps or something. I promise you, it'll work. I swear. Yeah,
1: and if you like making soaps, make soaps for the rest of your life. That's okay. I swear to God,
0: is the best thing ever. Listen, I made a joke once with my friend, and we're like, we were looking at different hobbies to put on a CV, and then one of them came up on the internet as soap making, and we died of laughter. But yo, like, soap is fucking awesome. If I can wash myself with my own goddamn soap, I
1: have succeeded in a way that I never thought I could.
0: I swear to God. So, like, make your
1: fucking soap. Make your damn soap. Make your dinner. Feel proud of that. Feel proud of the little things that you are capable of doing every day, and maybe that will accumulate into something... Exactly. ...that you feel, you know, rewarded for. And, you know, that reward can come from you. It doesn't have to come from society. And that's sort of what we're getting at. Even if... Family and society does not reward you for the little victories that you get every day. You have to remind yourself that you know you are worthy of your own reward and your own sort of satisfaction of what you can do. Exactly, and even if that doesn't match the greatness of all the geniuses out there,
0: you, in it itself, is a genius for just you know,
1: yeah, going
0: about your life. So, mm-hmm. stop comparing yourself to the larger things and of yeah. what people are expecting. It's not about that anymore. That's it. So it's not the fucking trend anymore, guys. Soap making is the new trend. That's it. <laughs> Be kind and make soaps. <laughs> Alright, so I think we could conclude on that because this is something we could talk about all day. I hope that whoever was listening made it all the way to the end. Um, You are an angel, like I said the last time. And, you know, I hope you related to something. Please message me or even message Daphne for if you related to anything that we said. It means a lot whenever I get some responses and criticism, just do it. I don't care if you say it's shit. I will take that and embrace that. Constructive criticism, guys. We need it. We need it. It helps us improve and this is what we need. Don't take it hard ever. So please, thank you so much for for listening. It means so much to me and um, I hope to see you on the next one. And Daphne, you've you've been a doll. <laughs> uh, well, thank
1: you for having me. And I was glad to be able to talk to a microphone for about an hour.
0: I know. Like, All right? That's great. And you know, like, I told you this is hard. You could go on for hours with this. I tried my best to cut it short, but I feel like you could just go on yeah, forever. Yeah, it's, it's hard not to ramble. Oh In my mind, we're goodness. We're human, so. Exactly. We're human. If you made it this far, like, I swear, I swear. Try and talk to yourself one day. <laughs> you'll see you'll go off in the craziest place. You know? Which are the cra- the best
1: places. The craziest place in your minds are often yeah. the greatest ones. Appreciate the little
0: things. Alright. Alright, so thank you so much. Have a good day, morning, night. See you next time.